Welcome to the Sigma Dad Pod, where I take you on the journey of learning what it means to be a Sigma Dad. Being a Sigma Dad means being a trailblazer, means breaking the patterns before you, because you know what kind of dad you want to be, and you're showing up every single day to become that person. So if you're ready to be the best dad you could ever imagine, strap in, listen up, and let's do this. You need to raise your standards in life. The world that we live in is one of incredible abundance, and I was thinking over this weekend about times where I've, you know, increased my minimum standard for my life, you know, the abundance that I live in and just what I'm willing to accept in my life. You know, my wife and I are celebrating our 10-year anniversary and it's been a wild, wild ride. It's been amazing. We've had lots of ups and downs. We've grown a lot. We've both become, you know, a new version of ourselves and marriage is it's not easy by itself. Just the fact that two people are coming together to try to live separate but joined lives in being the best versions of themselves and that means that the version of you that you are when you get married is going to be totally different in five years 10 years 15 20 like you're going to have so many different versions of yourself and you get to learn to love the new version of your spouse which sometimes is hard and sometimes it's just absolutely incredible Uh, but the journey is One where you have to have a minimum standard. You have to expect certain things out of life. And if you don't, you're just going to get whatever life throws at you. And for me, and I'm guessing for you, it's not good enough to just get whatever life decides to give you. You have specific things that you want. And if you don't, you need to figure out what those are. And, you know, we went to a a very fancy store this weekend and bought my wife a, a nice gift um, you know, we, we did a new ring at five years. And so at 10, I decided to get her something that she's wanted. I didn't realize this, but ever since she was like a 12 year old girl, um, I thought it was a more recent thing and I didn't realize it was a lifelong thing, but it was such a great experience, such a great memory. And, you know, she has something that she's wanted and for, for a long time, you know, for me having a really nice watch is one of those things where it's like, Oh, I've made it. And you know, that's, I don't know, that's changed for me. Um, I used to really want super nice car, super nice watches. So like just luxury items and not that I don't appreciate those things. Um, they just, I think they used to be a way that I could define my worth and my value. And because they no longer hold that weight, I just, I don't know, I don't, I don't hold them as important as I once did. And so my focus is more on being healthy, enjoying my day-to-day life, having experiences, going on trips, those kinds of things first. And then, you know, the nice, the luxury items and things like that. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that if you don't have a minimum standard, you're just going to get whatever life decides to throw at you. And there have been a couple of times in my life where I've decided, hey, I want nicer things. I want better. I believe that this world is capable of giving me better if I become a better version of myself. One of those times, you know, I learned that the reason shoes never fit me when I was growing up is actually I have really, really wide feet. Um, I didn't know that. I just, you know, I would wear a size 12 and really my shoe sizes, uh, depending on, you know, the brand, it's 11, maybe 10 and a half if it's a dress shoe. So my foot is a lot smaller um, than I thought it was anyway, but it's the width of a 12 or 12 and a half shoe and I just suffered I just went through it like you have to spend a good amount more money Uh, now it's a lot easier but it didn't used to be and so I started getting Allen Edmonds which you know are two three four five hundred dollars a pop and when I did that it wasn't just the shoes that changed it was everything you know I 
I started making more money. Things started getting easier. We just started getting random opportunities for no apparent reason. And it was the same this weekend. Um, you know, after we got my wife her gift, we <laughs> we went to celebrate my son's birthday, and we got three times the amount of free things um, at this place that we went to celebrate than we paid. And it was for no good reason. The boys had a wonderful time. They got to play all sorts of arcade games and bowl and all sorts of fun stuff. And then I had clients that, well, potential clients that I had been trying to get a hold of for months just randomly reach out to me for no apparent reason. I, I didn't follow up. I totally even forgot that I contacted them. And it's just all of these windows of opportunity that are opening because we raised our standard because we became new people we became people that buy certain things or don't buy certain things that believe life has more and it's not even just the believing I, I think a lot of people are, are maybe jaded by the law of attraction and things like that but I think the thing that most people missed about that is you have to set the intention. You have to believe that you can have it, and then you have to act on it. If you don't act on it, it doesn't. It's not going to magically come to you. That's that's not how it works. And so, when you know we set the intention that hey, we are, you know, wealthy. We are people who make a lot of money. We are people that have great experiences. We are people that live the exact life that we want. And then we don't make decisions that show the universe that we believe that or show God or, you know, whatever you believe in that you actually believe that you're that person. If you don't have those actions as proof, you're going to be stuck there. There are going to be times where you're just going to have to leap and, and do the thing that's, that's scary. And you're not sure if you should do it or not, but if you do, things will get so much better. Um, there's a couple of people, it depends on who you listen to financially, but there are a few people that preach <laughs> that just, you need to spend all of your money, like all the money that comes in, go spend it, stay hungry. It's kind of the, the concept there and always be, you know, at the edge of broke essentially, but you have a fantastic lifestyle. You have like, you have fantastic business, all these things, but you're always thirsty for more because you've leveraged yourself so highly. And I, I don't believe that, but I do believe there's a lot of truth in that, that if you don't take some of those risks, if you don't push yourself, if you don't push the boundaries of where you're at, you're just going to stay where you are. And, um, you know, everyone's going to have a different risk tolerance, but if you're not changing the standard, you're always going to get what you've continually got. So if you want things to be better, if you want things to be more abundant, if you want to, things to be where, where you want to be. If that's not where you're at, you have to change some things. You have to take some risks. You have to push and show that you're no longer going to accept a lower quality, a lower standard, a lower state of being. You have to show the universe. You have to show the world that you've changed. You're different. And sometimes it's as simple as buying a luxury item. Sometimes it's a little bit harder in that you have to refuse to work with this new client because they don't meet your standard, not the other way around. I think too often, you know, shifting a little bit into business, if, if you run a business, we, we take on clients, we take on customers that we really shouldn't. I think about, uh, you know, a business that I worked in and there was just this client that they wanted something that was below our minimum. Um, you know, we had shifted things a little bit and it just was no longer something that we did. And the experience when we tried to work with them was terrible. It was just awful. 
and got paid next to nothing. I think, in fact, we might have lost money um, just because of how things ended up happening. But it was it was not a good experience. It was not something that I enjoyed or, or looked back on with fondness. And the the times where we worked with clients that were above our minimum standard were fantastic. You know, we, we made good money. We had great relationships. It was just a totally different situation. And so if you're in a place where you're like, ah, oh, I just really need the money, you need to shift that because that need, that lack, that scarcity is going to bleed into other parts of your life. It's going to bleed into your relationships. It's going to bleed into your personal life, your, your innermost thoughts. I notice that the times when I'm the most confident, the most able to change, the most able to become something new and be happy and be proud of who I am are those times where I'm pushing the standard, where I'm, I'm raising it. If we're staying stagnant, and hopefully not going backwards, but if we're ever even just staying stagnant, it, life isn't great in every area, not just one area, every area, because you are creating a version of yourself. You're creating, like, you're you're moving up in levels. If you think of a video game, like, you can't have a level one strength and expect to operate at level 10. Like, even if every other attribute of yourself is a level 10, you are only going to be able to operate at whatever the lowest level is. And so sometimes we get to work on our weaknesses, the things that we don't want to work on, the things that we desperately want to ignore about ourselves you know think about you know sometimes how I treat my kids and it's not that you know I I hurt them or anything like that but sometimes I'm just really not present sometimes I'm really hyper fixated on some new thing we got a 3d printer for Christmas and it you know it's been hard because I'm really excited about it and you know one of the, the things that I need to work on is my you know, ability to focus and put first things first. And I get hyper fixated on things and I, I ignore things and I drop things. And when that happens, every area of my life suffers, business included, personal included. But when I set the intention, when I have the idea that, hey, I'm going to spend 10 minutes a day and it doesn't have to be a lot. You do have to be purposeful about it. But it doesn't have to be a lot. If you say, hey, I'm going to spend 10 minutes each and every day, one-on-one time with my kids, um, you know, maybe you need to split that up, but you have that intention, I guarantee other areas of your life are going to be better because you've shown yourself, you've shown the world, you've shown your family, you've shown really everyone that you are a different person. And if you consistently show up with that, if you consistently change that, you will be a different person. It's not just, hey, look at me, I'm different now. It's, I, you really are. And there's proof, there's evidence, there's day after day after day of you showing up and being a different person. And when you do that, you convince yourself, which is the most important thing, that you really are a different person. And you get to be this different person, which is absolutely phenomenal. But you have to believe. You have to believe that your minimum standard or the old minimum standard rather is no longer acceptable that that's the old version of you 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 don't accept things or people or whatever circumstances it is at that level anymore Uh, one of the things that i've done this year is raised my prices for consulting and 
it's scary. I, I know I'm going to get a lot more no's than I used to, and that's that's scary. And the thing is, though, it it's only going to help my business grow because I'm no longer going to be working with a certain type of person. I'm going to be working with a type of person that really, really believes in what they're doing and can see that I can help them get to where they want to be, help them to get to their goals, help them to accomplish and be successful. And that's the only way you grow. I think it's a lot easier for us to give advice than to take it. Um, my brother-in-law has you know, an incredible skill and he, anytime he opens his bookings, he just gets booked out for like a year, <laughs> just like a couple of weeks. And I told him to double his prices. And now I'm having to take the, the medicine, the, the advice of, hey, you need to raise your rates. And I can see the apprehension. I can see why it's hard. But the thing is, if you never do it, you're always going to be underpaid according to your skill and the demand for your, your time. If you're in a place where you know, most everyone is saying yes to your price, you're probably not charging enough. You should be getting a lot more no's than you are. And, you know, again, this goes into business and maybe you don't run a business, but it's the same with your career. You know, if you have, if you're, you know, not asking for a raise, if you're not going in and getting performance reviews and saying, Hey, I want to get a raise. What do I have to do to be, you know, worthy, not really worthy, but what, what, do, what result do I have to create for it to be worth it for you to raise my pay and then work towards that and have a plan towards that. We're not just showing up every day and clocking in and clocking out. We're making things happen. We're living with a purpose. We're creating a life that we enjoy and that is abundant in the things that we find important. If you were to live my life, you would probably hate it. I hope you would hate it. I've created it in a way that I enjoy it. And so if you wouldn't hate it, then I need to keep creating and honing and making it more bespoke to the things that I enjoy. And maybe we're similar enough that you would enjoy it, but think about your life. Is it the standard cookie cutter, you know, whatever, or have you created circumstances that you love, that you enjoy? I get to get up every morning. I get to hop in the sauna. I get to work out. I get to take my kids to school. I get to see my wife. Like I... I have things set up in a way that I really enjoy. And then I work with clients that sometimes means I'm on during the weekends and I'm okay with that. Other people aren't going to be okay with that, but the type of client that I serve that I, I work with, I really, really enjoy it. And we're changing the world. Like things are happening where I, I can't have as big of impact on my own as I am with working with all of these clients. It's phenomenal. I enjoy it. It's very, very fulfilling. And, you know, sometimes that means we have hard conversations. We have hard things going on, but it's phenomenal. It's been one of the best things in my life. And I want you to live that as well. I want you to have that experience. I want you to be able to live a life of abundance, have the things that you really, really enjoy. So my challenge to you is, raise your standard in one thing. Maybe that's going out and buying something really nice and expensive and that's going to help you believe that you've become a different person. And maybe it's just having experience. Maybe it's raising your, your rates or your standards in some weird way. But don't let 2024 go by and it be the same level as 2023 was. You have the opportunity to level up this year. All it takes is the intention and you really desiring for it to be a better level. So go out there, pick that one thing, level up, and I'll see you in the next one.
I hope you've gotten value out of the show today. If you have, it would mean the world to me if you would share the show with a friend. Podcasts are notoriously hard to grow, and word of mouth is actually the way that they grow the fastest. So if you could take a second and text this to a friend or family member, someone who needs this, I would really appreciate it.